Hey guys, welcome to Super Moment S. Uh, it's Saxy here with you today. Alongside me is Finn, as always. Just uh, going to start shouting at you guys about our moments going through the Pokemon series. I was wondering, Finn, had you ever played the Pokemon game in your life? I I have most certainly played Pokemon. It's you know it's a very well known game. Um, I started with Pokemon Emerald. Uh, first Pokemon I picked was Trico. What about you? When Let's see, it must have been 1998, I was like six years old. We, brothers and I, we got the Gen 1 Pokemon and I was stuck with blue version and my starter had to have been Squirtle. Yep, it's a good choice, good choice. It's a very fun game. Um, do you have a, is Emerald your favorite, would you say? Oh, totally. Definitely my favorite, just because of how many hours I've put into it. I would play it over and over and over again. I'd start with um plan through it normally as always get through the end and then i'd finish it and want to play it again so i'd set myself a challenge where i'd play through and if any pokemon in my party fainted no matter what start right back over from zero and do it again until i beat that challenge i do challenge where i could only use one pokemon i do challenge where every time i caught a pokemon i had to use that pokemon and then i'd have to catch the next pokemon i found those were like all sorts of challenges that i gave myself to enhance the game more make it a little more challenging for me as i played through it so many times that's a, that's like something nintendo and game freak certainly were able to do they were they create this child's game but you as an adult can set these personal goals and challenges to make it that much more difficult definitely definitely what about you any memories that stick out for you uh, in the gen one series is uh, i mean i'm over 100 hours logged and both blue, red, and actually yellow version as well. But one of my biggest memories growing up was my first time ever battling Brock in the first gym. It was, I had my Squirtle, obviously super effective against the rock type. I also had been leveling a Pidgey and I came in with a Metapod as my third Pokemon. Uh, after battling the Geodude, I think I wiped him out with the Squirtle and probably just two water guns, got through that battle very easily, but the Onyx got one solid attack on me just to knock out my Squirtle, leaving me with the Pidgey and Metapod. The Pidgey lasted for a while, but Gust wasn't very effective. Onyx had survived through the Pidgey battle and le left with just the Metapod battling the <laughs> Onyx. I was able to scrape by just because of lack of PP with the Onyx. The Onyx was using Defense Curl. That was the only movie I'd left while I had my Metapod using only Harden. <laughs> and as we were in this very defensive battle, Onyx began to struggle before my Metapod ran out of PP and ended up winning, <laughs> <laughs> winning the gym. Metapod. Get, getting all the experience from Metapod, um, getting the Butterfree at the end of it. And I think the worst thing about the battle was I wanted to be Drill. And that's why I was battling with a Metapod in the first place. So it was battle uh, one, experience loss, sort of deal. Yep, yep. Any huge stories sticking out to you growing up playing the game? Uh, Alright, well, I guess I guess that main story would be like how I got gold and how I started playing gold. So I obviously started with Emerald. I had a Game Boy Advanced SP. And um, I really, really wanted to play Gen 2 because I had seen the starters and I really wanted a Cyndaquil. But I was probably 12 years old at the time and couldn't just go buy it on my own. 
I can remember looking it up online on my dad's computer, my mom's computer, I don't remember which, and um, finding it on eBay and using my parents' eBay account to bid on this version of gold. I think it was like, I think it was 20 bucks when I finally won it as a 12-year-old kid without telling my parents that I was doing this. And I won it. It got delivered. I can remember my parents asking me what, what like, how this why this was here what and what this package was yeah, what's <laughs> this and i can vaguely remember dodging the question and being like i don't know i don't remember ordering Surprise. anything of that yeah <laughs> it, just, it just showed up Woo! and i'm sure they knew and yeah but so i had gold and i plugged it into play i started playing a little bit saved it shut it off started it back up the next day and my save file was gone. Battery dead. The battery, <laughs> the battery inside the cartridge was dead, so there was no saving. And if I had had a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Advance that used batteries, that would have been traumatic. But because I had the Game Boy SP, I could leave it plugged into charge because I had the rechargeable battery. So my Game Boy SP stayed <laughs> on for months, months, just plugged into the wall and just a really good looking nightlight yep really good looking (laughs) nightlight (laughs) and i just played it and played it and played it until i beat it as far as i could go and then i can remember going back up to my room and it wasn't plugged in and the battery was dead and that was that so now did you say you had cyndaquil in uh, gold version yep i started with cyndaquil (laughs) when i had gold version that was my uh, first Gen 2 game, I also went through with Cyndaquil because I really remember my Typhlosion and yep. got up to level 99. Did you have any level 99 Pokemon? I don't think I made any to level 99 because yeah. <laughs> I was more focused on making sure the battery didn't die yeah. than like really going hard on that. But I can remember, and anybody who's ever played Pokemon Gold will remember that after the first little section of story, when you go back to the Pokemon Lab where you got your starter Pokemon, that it's been robbed, and that there was a character who stole a Pokemon. Your rival, right? Yep, your yeah. rival. And so I can remember meeting my rival, and his name in that is question mark, question mark, question mark. And I can remember being like, oh, bummer, I don't get to know his name yet. And so just playing the game, playing the game, and be like, why haven't Digging I learned... the game, yeah, trying just to figure... Like, like <laughs> why, why don't I get to know this guy's name? And just like countless hours years and years later playing a friend's version of the game i found as an adult as an adult, as an <laughs> yeah. adult i found out that um the reason you never got to learn his name was because you were the one who picked his name <laughs> and you changed the question mark question mark question mark with the d-pad and so that was that was my oh uh, it makes sense now moment i <laughs> i remember in gen one you get to name your rival and anytime you name your rival, it's always something silly like doo-doo head or, you know, something that really demeaning to the character and labeling him yep. as a <laughs> undermined antagonist in the series. What I remember now is going through Gen 2 as an adult, I would, I played it on my Game Boy Color that I modified with the front light screen. Yep, I remember I, you doing that. It took a while. <laughs> battling in Gen 2, um... You you know, you've heard of most of the issues I encountered. Yep. The biggest one being uh, leaving Celadon City Gym without grabbing the gym badge. Uh, that put me at a big, like, I, I was just lost. Yeah, I was lost in the game, didn't know 
why I couldn't advance through the game any further than where I was. And the reason behind it was once you defeat the gym leader, she starts crying and she doesn't give you the gym badge initially and you have to come back to her or just continue the conversation after she finishes crying <laughs> and then you could finally get the gym badge and move on. Uh. Um, so after putting down the game, picking it back up, I discovered what I named my rival and it was just capital WRT WRT W. And I started laughing pretty hard because I remember the reasoning I put that if you read it out loud, it's wart, 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 which is <laughs> the sound of an elite in Halo. Just a, just a funny noise they make, which is actually Sergeant Johnson's voice track, just in reverse. That's all it is. Sergeant Johnson says, go, go, go. They put it in reverse for the elites. Wart, wart, wart. And I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Uh. So was gold version, you came back to gold. But you stayed. Emerald was your favorite. So did you? you I know you put through yourself through some challenges with the game. Yeah. But uh, is there anything that like? Is there like Pokemon in that generation that really makes it your favorite game? Like what else? Make why did you spend all this time, all the t- challenges in Emerald? In Emerald, I I'm not really sure why <laughs> I picked Emerald over the other ones. I think it was just because it was the one I started with and the one I knew the best. Yeah. Um, comfort. Yeah, comfort and like I could. After the amount of times I played it, I could walk through the first three towns blindfolded. Like, I did it once. <laughs> and just go through it and just memory of what steps to take where. And I did peek a couple times to make sure I wasn't just walking into a wall. Right. But, um, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. So, um, definitely remember the, the end game and just the how much more fun, I guess, it was for me in the end game of Emerald because the biking and everything, just like the way it was smoother to control the game, I guess. Did you ever do any of the cheat codes in Emerald? I did do some of the cheat codes. <laughs> yes. I had a Game Shark. Um, I remember my favorite was biking across water. And uh, for newsflash, if you uh, bike across water and you bike down a waterfall, it's game over. You You can't do anything. You're stuck. You just like you're in the waterfall. You can't go anywhere. Can you revert to last save at least? Yeah, you can. Yeah, flip the power switch and start it back. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What about you? How did how did you? What was your first big memory from Pokemon? Like what what made it a game for you that you wanted to go back to all this time? I mean, Gen One was where I started. That major Pokemon battle that I already discussed was that stuck with me forever and just a story i could tell my friends no matter the age yeah i remember me in college buddies and just telling them that story once and i i was the life of the party for the first time in my life i was 22 years old i didn't know what to do after that <laughs> um, <laughs> so pokemon has created inst- instances for me in real life just like that but the gen 1 series what really gets to me is the glitches in the game um i love missing no and this is coming but, back but what's as... What's Missing No? Because yeah. I, I don't really know what that is. <laughs> missing No is... Yeah. <laughs> it's a... So, if you go to Cinnabar Island, um, the 7th gym, and you go along the east coast, to just go north, south, north, south, so all the way up and down, and you spam the A button while you're surfing on yeah. Lapras, mm-hmm. you will encounter a Pokemon that is... It's, it's gibberish. Um, it has no real name. It has no real picture either it's just this distorted image with <laughs> you the characters are wild yeah and it's known as missing no it's the missing number in the pokedex is what's titled okay 
So missing no, I remember my older cousin showing me that in my younger days. And <laughs> he always told me, he's like, you can fight it, you can catch it. But if you catch it, don't put it into your PC because it will create this gibberish code with all of your Pokemon, even the ones you've nicknamed, and you'll never be able to know which Pokemon is which Pokemon <laughs> unless you oh, look man. at the summary. W- would you be able to, like, after you got it in your party, could you put it into the PC, like, or is it just... Even then, it was... Uh, if it went, if it touched your PC, it was game over, so... What about, what about the Pokemon in your party? Were those fine, or...? Pokemon party was fine, so if you kept the missing known in your Pokemon party, you and were okay. And you could A-okay. swap the Pokemon from the yep. party to the thing, just not the missing no? That's correct. That's just... <laughs> missing no cannot go into the PC you cannot don't pass go don't collect two hundred dollars it is keep it in your body so just battled it um as an adult though coming back missing no was the first glitch i knew about i found out you could glitch mew uh in the blue version and i went through that i luckily got the first try and it's been fantastic mew's a great Yep. You know, you yep. can learn any Definitely. TM, HM, and it's just, it's Mew, you know, 151, get them all. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what it's all about. Um, uh, but what I think is even more spectacular than those two would be surfing Pikachu, a Pikachu that could learn surf. You, you've told me about this before, but uh-huh. I have no clue. I don't remember how you get it. <laughs> so there were four different ways you could receive a surfing Pikachu. Uh, the easiest way would be to go to a live Game Freak event at your local mall mm-hmm. or wherever, and they would just trade it to you through your cartridge, and you would have a Pikachu that knew Surf. It was easy as that. Another, right. yep, after, after the events had gone on for a while and they didn't feel like going out anymore, they would they went through the, I think, Nintendo Power Magazine just offering... To anyone interested, you can mail in your game cartridge and we will mail it back to you with a surfing Pikachu. All right. The third way, not so. It's really risky. Just like the Mew glitch or missing no, you can you can lose all of your game data. Is just glitching through the game to get your surfing Pikachu. I don't know the ways to do it. I don't know the steps to take. I'm sure Google does. Yeah. Um, but the final way, the fourth way, which I think would be the best way to prove you're a Pokemon Gen 1 master, would be to purchase Pokemon Stadium 2, okay. the gold pack, with a transfer pack to attach to your Nintendo 64 controller. Yep. That transfer pack you can put in your game cartridge from the Game Boy Color yep. games. Yep. You're going to want yellow version. You're going to want your starting Pikachu. And you're uh-huh. going to want it to be level 99. You're going to want to level it up all the way. All the way. Okay. Simple. What you do is you can battle within these mini games on Pokemon Stadium 2. And if you beat the Master Ball Challenge. What, what these mini games, do you know what they are, really? Or The mini games. So you, you face up against six Pokemon trainers in a row using the Pokemon from your captured okay. mm-hmm. um, GameCube, um, sorry, Game Boy <laughs> <laughs> cartridge. Oh, the console's mixed yes. up. Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> if you do pass the challenge, uh, be sure to do it with, you have, you're allowed to use three of your six Pokemon in each Pokemon battle. You can decide which Pokemon you want to use. There's, it's per battle, you get to decide who you're using. Just be sure one of them is always your starter Pikachu. If you can complete all six of them using the starter Pikachu inside the battle, then you will win. (laughs) Not only do you win, though, this little uh, cutscene comes up 
where Pikachu starts to surf, and it says, would you like Pikachu to learn the move surf? And you can substitute for whichever move you'd like. What the reasoning for this is not only to impress your one other friend who might be playing Gen <laughs> 1 that you can link Cable and battle, but you could, while in-game, if you do try surfing with Pikachu, the sprite for it is not the Lapras-shaped surfing Pokemon. It is now Pikachu on a surfboard, and you <laughs> scoot around. Worth it. Very worth it. Do you, um, do, you, do you know why they chose to give Pikachu surf? It was... I don't... Okay. I don't know that far into I was going to say, I don't know either. That's Perhaps something in the manga or the anime or whatever. Or not the manga. Anime. Manga. There Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that, nah, Treko. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Gen 1, that's 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 it for me with Gen 1, and that's why it was so big. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, all the kids always knowing Pokemon, what it was. Mm-hmm. But have you noticed the kids nowadays knowing what Pokemon is? Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go, for sure. That is yep. why. That is and I think it's fantastic. I completely agree. It's <laughs> uh, great. I'd love I, and it's I love even it. adults and kids now can Correct. play it. Yep. And, I mean, over a million people were playing it a couple weeks ago. Uh, that that was me, too. I was yeah. there. And part, me, too. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, you got a shiny dragon. I, I got two shiny... You got two, and I didn't get any. Yeah, two shiny <laughs> Jutinis. One is now a shiny Dragonite. That's fantastic. Ugh. So, now, Pokemon isn't only just a video game, it's also cards. That's right. What what <laughs> what what kind of things do you have any good things from cards? I you know, I still do have all of my cards and my brother's cards. I was the one with the privilege of looking over all of these cards. I think my biggest ones, I have a Japanese holographic Pichu, which I priced out in 2010, and it was, I think, 20 bucks. There you and go. I yep. also have a Dark Dragonite that's holographic. I just saw that in your game room. Yep, that one's nice, and that one was $50, but it has a little flaw in it that I don't like to tell anyone about, so I'm going to keep that <laughs> to myself. <laughs> okay, okay, that's one way to do it. <laughs> and the Pokemon trading card game was never really played as a kid no you know I, I do see it played when i go into some of my old school game stores or um to some smash locals yep smash brothers locals but personally i never really got into playing it it was just the collecting I, of yeah, the cards i and never trading. played it didn't you have some though i, I thought you had some growing up so <sighs> yeah i had some <laughs> i remember very, the story yeah it's very depressing so i can remember going to the lost and found where my parents worked and finding a binder of first edition print Japanese Pokemon cards. It was a full binder full. But the thing is, is when I went to Lost and Found, any good finds that we were allowed to keep, because groups had moved on and they weren't going to be coming back, had to be shared with my sisters. I didn't hear this part. <laughs> yeah. So the cards got split in three. I got one third. My sisters got the other two thirds. Did your sisters even care about these cards? Not one bit. Oh but my goodness. Bothered how old were you? I had to have been like between five and seven. That's ridiculous. Your parents are mad. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening, Michelle. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, so I think it was just they wanted to have them because it bothered me that I didn't get to have them. So all is fair, right? Yeah. And I can remember years later having the full binder set finally. I'd collected them all off my sisters for things. 
and then a year later, I never knew where they went, and they're gone. Well, that's what you get from moving every six months. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah, moving every six months does make things disappear. So, all right. So you were playing a Pokemon game the other week. Which one was it? Uh, the one on the Game Boy Color. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The one on the Game Boy Color. It's a ROM hack of Gen One, and it's called Twitch Plays Pokemon, and that's all about the <laughs> giant stream that was going on where the Twitch chat could come into the stream and start playing the game uh, Pokemon Red version. It was a ROM hack, though. Okay. How, how are they playing it? So within the chat, you could input either up, down, left, right, start, select, B, A. And oh God. it was absolute chaos. There was times where over a thousand players at the same time were putting inputs into this game. Personally, I didn't get involved to play it. I had seen <laughs> clips like post-mortem after everything had already happened but it was uh, bonkers is the only <laughs> do, way to put it. Do you it. know how far they got? They okay. beat it. They beat it? They, oh, it that's took, impressive. A, it took about two years. <laughs> I did watch a highlight video and yeah it was it was absolutely fantastic and what you need to know about this game though it wasn't the standard red version the maps were this laid out correctly and the trainers were in the same spots and you're still battling the gym leaders you know, progressing through mm-hmm. to the Elite Four, technically five. Um, <laughs> but the big thing about the game was your the Pokemon you encountered, whether they were trainers or they were wild, not only were they more powerful, a higher level, yep. but they were random. And they still had a relative like area that they were stuck in, so it wasn't too crazy. But yep. here's an example. Uh, when I started the game, I picked up a Bulbasaur as my starter Pokemon because I knew I was going against Brock, and Bulbasaur is technically the best Pokemon to be starting the game with in Gen yep, 1. Definitely. So I, I start roaming into the field, and the first Pokemon I encountered was a Cubone. That's, <laughs> that's exa- Cubone. What level? It was level 17. <laughs> and I still had a level 5, maybe 6 Bulbasaur. Brilliant. So, so the ex- Absolutely brilliant. The experience is the same in the game, and you're still leveling up the same way, but the Pokemon you're up against are much higher. And yes, there is a lot of grinding in wild areas just to I can up imagine. The- I can imagine. If you don't have the type advantage going into those boss battles, the gym leaders, yeah, you're done. It's smoked. Um, for those of you that have an interest in playing a more adult version of Gen 1, I highly recommend dusting off your Game Boy Color and picking up a copy of Twitch Plays Pokemon. It's a cartridge, just like a Game Boy. Pop it in. You can trade Pokemon with each other. You can trade from your older um, files, which is what I had done. I didn't mm-hmm. take my level 99 Alakazam. Alright, hold on. You were just talking about people picking up a copy of this. How, how can we get them a link? Well, it's funny you should ask, Finn. Well, we are just now creating a Facebook page that will let you know what we're doing before the next episode and after each episode. And most certainly, I could put up a link for your own copy of this game cartridge. Uh, Perfect. Perfect. Well, we have our... I think we should have our Twitters up there as well. We'll probably add our Twitters. We'll see how far things go and what we get there and what we don't. I'm going to put my Twitter up there because I put some mean Nintendo memes up. That means I'll put my Twitter up there just so it's even. Yeah. I guess we can keep it even. So, fantastic. If you guys want to follow us on the Facebook page, uh, you're going to have to look for at momentous.gaming and it's momentous as one word. 
Gaming. And Finn, I think that's it for this Pokemon yeah, episode. That is it for this one. Thanks for coming out, guys, and listening to us. Yeah, we appreciate the time as always. And if you want to give us some feedback, uh, the Twitter and the Facebook is most certainly a way you can do so. And we'll see you next time. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, guys.